Welcome to Passion Church. For more information about Passion Church, please visit us online at www.passionchurch.tv. Now let's join the service already in progress. listen and give victory listen I don't know what you're going to face this year or what you're already facing this year it may be the worst it may be war, it may be famine it may be disease, it may be destruction but out of your pain can I remind you that if you will be faithful to worship God it's part of the tactics God uses that he will bring victory into your life goes on and says everyone in Judah was there little children, wives, sons, all present and attentive to God then this guy stands up and he was moved by the spirit of God to speak from the midst of the congregation this is what he said attention everyone, all of you from out of town, all of you from Jerusalem and you King Jehoshaphat God's word, here's the word, don't be afraid don't be afraid don't pay any mind to this band of horde. This is God's war, not yours. This is not your war. This is God's war. Tomorrow you'll go up after them and see they've, they're already on their way up the slopes of Ziz. You'll meet them at the end of the ravine near the wilderness of, wilderness of Jeruel. You won't have to lift a hand in this battle. Just stand firm. Judah and Jerusalem and watch God's saving work for you take shape. Don't be afraid. Don't waver. March out boldly tomorrow. God is with you. Then Jehoshaphat nailed down, bowing with his face to the ground. All of Judah and Jerusalem did the same, worshiping God. The Levites stood to their feet to praise God, the God of Israel. They praised at the top of their lungs. They praised before they ever experienced victory. They, they praised before God ever stepped in and took any action. They praised based solely on a promise that God had given them. Let me ask you this morning, what promises has he made to you? What has he said about you? What has he said about your family? What has he said about your job? What has he said about your household? What has he said about your dreams? What has God said to you? If you've got a promise, there ought to be a praise in you. They were up early in the morning, ready to march into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they were leaving, Jehoshaphat stood up and said, Listen, Judah and Jerusalem, listen to what I have to say. Believe firmly in God, your God, and your lives will be firm. Believe in your prophets, and you'll come out on top. And after talking it over with the people, Jehoshaphat appointed a choir for God, dressed in holy robes. They were to march ahead of the troops. In other words, they were supposed to lead the way in the battle. Worshippers were supposed to lead the way in the battle. Y'all missed it. Worshippers were supposed to lead the way in the battle. Singing. What would they sing? Give thanks to God. His love never quits. Listen to what happens. As soon as they started shouting and praising, 
God set ambushes against the men of Amnon and Moab and Mount Seir. And as they were attacking Judah and they all ended up dead. The Ammonites and the Moabites mistakenly attacked from those from Mount Seir and massacred them. Then further confused, they went at each other and all ended up killed. And as Judah came up over the rise, looking into the wilderness for the hordes of barbarians, they looked on a killing field of dead bodies, not a living soul among them. And I bring this passage to your attention just to tell you this morning that one of the tactics that God wants to establish this year in our life is He wants to establish the tactic of worship and praise so that we recognize that it God still uses our worship and still uses our praise to rout and confuse our enemy and that prior to any victory and prior to the start of any battle prior to any offensive that we take against the enemy that first what we've got to do is we've got to lead the way in worship and we've got to develop in us a passion to worship again and a passion to pursue his presence with our praise there is victory in your praise we've become apathetic and we've relegated our praise to them and I'm asking you this morning to take praise back and unsheath the sword of your worship and seek God and pull down the strongholds of the enemy would you stand with me this morning Father this morning I pray that every ounce of apathy towards praise and worship would be dissolved in the name of Jesus. And God, I pray that once again you would establish in us a people that, uh, in this core of people, these, this group of people here today, that you would find us, in us, a people that are willing to stand on the promises of God and to worship you and to shout and declare your name. And before we ever see you make one move, before we ever see you take one step, before we ever see you win one thing, God, we will worship you because you're worthy. In Jesus' name, I encourage you this morning to worship in any way you want to. If you need to dance, if you need to shout, if you need to spin, if you need to jump, if you need to lay down, if you need to sit down, if you need to get alone in a corner somewhere, I ask you to join us as we take part in this powerful tactic in, the, in our hands. Come on, would you worship God this morning? Come on, I want you to take just a second. I want you to give the loudest, biggest, most victorious shout of praise to our King of Kings and Lord of Lords that you've ever given. Can you do it right now?
Oh, oh, oh. 
Come on, give God a shout of hallelujah. Hey. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I'll be reading from Psalms chapter 141 on behalf of Passion Iglesias, Pastors Luis and Liliana. It says, Praise the Lord. Sing to the Lord a new song and his praise in the assembly of the saints. Let Israel rejoice in their maker. Let the children of Zion be joyful in their king. Let them praise his name with the dance. Let them sing praises to him with the timbrel and harp. For the Lord takes pleasure in his people. He will beautify the humble with salvation. Let the saints be full of glory. Amen. He said, let them sing aloud on their beds. Let the high praises of God be in their mouth and a two-edged sword in their hand to execute vengeance on the nations and punishment on the peoples, to bind their kings with chains and their nobles with fetters of iron, to execute on them the written judgment. This honor have all his saints. Praise the Lord. This life that we live, we're in a battle. This is war. And how many of you know that when you leave for war, you don't leave quietly? When you prepare for war, you don't prepare quietly. There are certain branches of service that leaves with a certain shout, with a certain declaration, and that's who we are. Lives are at stake. Lives are at danger. We're not going to just sit there and be quiet like a mouse. That is not what we're called to do. We're called to give him the glory. It says, sing to the Lord a new song, and we are to shout his praises, amen. After the children of Jericho marched around, they shouted, amen. We're here to shout, and we're here to give God the praise, because that's where our victory comes from. That's how we march out. That's how we lead. That's how we fight with a shout of praise, amen. Satan's defeated, the enemy 
I've got two words for you this morning. Prison break. God's here for you this morning for a 
prison break. You understand that the power of God is here this morning for you. And there's some of you that are still in prison. But I want to tell you, the earth's been shaken this week. And those gates to that prison came open. My question to you is, what are you going to do? I know what I'm doing. Man, I'm running through those gates. I'm going to get out, and I'm going to begin to praise and worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Thank you, Jesus. You know, there's some things that have put you in prison. Your finances have put you in prison. You can't see past your Macy's bill. Am I right? Some of you, the devil has attacked your health. You're one of them. I've been reading your Facebook posts. This morning, you're going free, girl. You're going free. Amy, the ground is shaking for you today. You're going free. You're going to be healed in nobody else's name but Jesus Christ. And through that, other people are going to be saved because of your story. What's your story this morning? Are you going to stay in prison? Or are you going to get out? You know, to get out, you got to do something different. You can't do the same routine every day. You can't do the same routine every Sunday. I want to tell you, this church staff has been attacked like never before. There's a reason for it. The devil knows what's coming. And, you know... Our pastors have been attacked the last month like you would not believe. And it's just been the devil trying to put you in bondage. But this morning, through the supernatural power of Jesus Christ, through the supernatural power of Jesus Christ, our senior pastors are free. Everything you've gone through is behind you. You understand, we can only go as deep as our pastors take us. If you try to go past your senior pastors at the spiritual depth, then you're in trouble because all of a sudden you want to take charge. It's not the case. These two are going to go deeper than they ever have before. 2015 is a new year for them. 2015 is a new year for Passion Church. It's not church as usual anymore. God's going to be in this place before you ever come in on Sunday morning. You know why? Because you've already prayed Him here. Because you've already broke through those chains and gone out that gate and begin to praise and worship. And let me tell you something. When people see you free, don't you think? Don't you know 
that they want what you have at that point, that's what opens the doors for you to begin to take and lead others into Christ. This morning, will you shout? Will you praise with everything within you? And as you do, you're going to run out those prison gates in a mighty, mighty way. Amen, amen. Shout for me on the count of three. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, somebody shout it. Hallelujah, Jesus. We thank you for your power in this place. We thank you for the transforming power of Jesus Christ. Change us. Change us in the name of Jesus. Change us. Thank you, Father. We thank you, Jesus. Amen, amen.
overcomers in this house today. If you weren't before now, you will be when you leave this place today. Amen. Come on, put your hands together.
on behalf of Pastor Andrew. So everyone can just close their eyes here in this place this morning so that you can paint this picture as I read out of Judges chapter 7 verses 16 through 22.
because that's who he is. That's his nature. He's faithful to heal us. He's faithful to protect us. He's faithful to bless us. And he's faithful to answer when we reach out, when we call for help.
perfectly describes a short testimony I shared in the first service. Um, there's a giant army of hundreds of people as far as you can see. And Jesse stands right in the middle of them all. Everybody is armed. Everybody has everything that they need. 
And Jesse stands there, and the, cr- and the crowd, the army's moving, they're walking. And I have tape over my mouth, and I have nothing in my hands. I have nothing. This is the spot that I've been for the past six months. Felt hopeless a little bit. Shared no victory. Just walking through. And the army doesn't even notice me. I'm the good guy. Everybody around me is the bad guy. And they don't even see me. Nobody notices me. Nobody notices I have nothing. But this week, the Lord reminded me that I am victorious. And this morning, it's like, I think this is key. I intentionally, I took the tape and I ripped it off. And when I took a step and when I went out, the Lord restored my shout. And immediately I was dropped into my hands everything that I needed for battle. Everything that I needed to face the enemy. And he noticed me. And as soon as it dropped down as if from nowhere, the, the crowd and the mass of people that were around me immediately backed up. And it's like I was standing in the center and they all, there was fear in every eye. And it's nothing because of me, but it's because of what the Lord's equipped me with. And there's power in our shout and there's power in our praise. Joshua 6 says, Now Jericho was tightly shut up because of the Israelites. No one went out and no one came in. Then the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have delivered Jericho into your hands, along with its king and its fighting men. March around the city once with all the armed men. Do this for six days. Have seven priests carry trumpets of ram's horns in front of the ark. On the seventh day, march around the city seven times with the priests blowing the trumpets. When you hear them sound a long blast on the trumpets, have all the people give a loud shout. Then the wall of the city will collapse and the people will go up, every man straight in. When the trumpet sounded, the people shouted, and the sound of the trumpet When the people gave a loud shout, the wall collapsed. So every man charged straight in, and they took the city. Amen. And as we prepared this scripture, we were reminded that most of the time when you hear this, you hear about the shout and the importance to shout and and, and that victory comes with the shout. But I think sometimes we forget about the six days prior to the opportunity to shout. And the six days prior, they had to walk around a city. Not walk around a church, not walk around a sanctuary. They had to walk around a city. When it didn't make sense, when they didn't really understand, they're like, oh, this is going to happen. But they obeyed God. Six days. And then on the seventh day, they obeyed God a whole lot. Then they were allowed to have the opportunity to shout and receive their victory. And this morning... We want to encourage you that obedience is sometimes the part that we're missing. We want to shout our way to victory. Sometimes we want to live like the devil all week long and come into the church and shout our way into victory. And it doesn't work that way. You've got to have obedience and then you're allowed to shout. 
In this story, it takes seven days. In our week, there is seven days. And I think too many times we disobey God on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday and Friday and Saturday. And then on Sunday, we come in and try to obey God. And we wonder, why am I not shouting? Why am I not victorious? Why do I not have the power? Why do I not feel the Holy Spirit? But it's because the six days prior. You can't make up in one day what you've done in six days. Somebody say amen. So we've got to obey God. And not just... The, the, not just the big things, but the small things in our life. We have to obey God. That's what opens up the door for your shout to bring victory into your life. Lord Jesus, thank you this morning, God. Ask that you would help us, Lord Jesus, to obey you, God. I pray that you would let hope arise in our life, Lord Jesus, and that you are going to do great things in our life, God. But let us obey you so that our shout can bring victory into our life. In Jesus' mighty name.
How many of you want to raise your hands this morning to believe again? Maybe you forget to believe occasionally. You just let it go and you just go about your work and your daily business. I'm going to be reading from Psalms 144 today. But I want to let you know my wife was supposed to be here with me today. That was the plan. But she's been, she's been my rock for 10 months. And I knew last night when I was leaning on her that she didn't have a word to give me, that something was changing. So I promise you when your pastor asks you to, to fast, you need to expect something's going to change and something has changed. Because I went to bed last night going, oh God, you've got to do this because I haven't done this in a long time. I've always allowed her to do it. But when I woke up this morning, God reminded me of something Pastor Julie said to me yesterday and it was just merely, if you don't know what to say, let God say it. Maybe that's what's wrong. Maybe that's why we don't always say the things we need to. Blessed be the Lord, my rock, who trains my hands for war and my fingers for battle, my loving kindness and my fortress, my stronghold and my deliverer, my shield, and in he whom I take refuge, who subdues my people under me. O Lord, what is man that you take knowledge of him? Or the son of man that you may think of him. Man is like a mere breath. His days are like a a passing shadow. Bow your heavens, O Lord, and come down. Touch the mountains that they may smoke. Flash forth lightning and scatter them. Send out your arrows and confuse them. Stretch forth your hand from on high. Rescue me and deliver me from great waters. Out of the hands of aliens whose mouths speak deceit and whose right hand is a right hand of falsehood. I will sing. He says, we say, I will sing a new song to you, O God. Upon a harp of ten strings, I will sing praises to you, who gives salvation to kings, who rescues David, his servant from the evil sword. Rescue me and deliver me out of the hand of aliens, whose mouth speaks and whose right hand is a right hand of falsehood. See, 10 months ago, God told me, well, God didn't tell me. Satan told me and made me believe that I couldn't do the things that I used to do. He put a a fear in me, a fear that I I didn't lean on God to get rid of. I leaned on my wife. And my wife has, has battled as long as she can for me. And then, God told me this morning, he said, you got to lean on me. He said, that's what it's about. So this morning I come to this place, living a life of victory, living for the victory that God has given me. God has given me a calling on my life and the things he wants me to do. He wants me to do through here, passion, through passion church under pastor Steve and pastor Julie. It's not anything I can do, but it's everything that he can do through me. If I allow him to do it. See, I've never praised God for the things he's pulled me through. And Lord knows he's pulled me through so many things. So we need to praise God for the things of the past as well as for the victories for today. Because if we don't have victories today, we've got nothing but defeat. We don't want defeat. We want the victories that God has for us. We have to petition God. We have to praise him and sing to him for the future 
future battles that we're going to go into. We want him to lead us. We go into it on our own. We're going fruitless. We're going without him. It's to no avail. We are going to face a lifetime of battles. It doesn't matter who we are. And there's no better way than like Pastor Woody said. Why do we wait till Sunday? Why don't we wake up singing praise to God? Why don't we wake up giving him all the glory that we have another day on this earth to do the work that he wants us to do? There's been a change in me, and I wish my wife was here to see it. All I can do is continue to stand on God's word that he's with me. That he is my shield. He's my stronghold. When I need somewhere to go, all I have to do is call on him. He's there. Whether we say it or not, he's there. Above all, he's my deliverer. He is my deliverer from the things that I don't know how to do and that I know what's up against me. So from here on out, Pastor Steve has challenged us to not just praise him on Sunday. We need to praise him every day, every moment of the day. When we wake up, when we go to bed, we have to be thankful and praise him for another day on this earth. He's given us an opportunity that some people don't want, and that is to do his work. Father, this morning, my prayer is that you would train our hands for war. That's really why you've gathered us together in this body. We're an army. We're soldiers. I pray that you would train our hands for war. God, we recognize this morning as we kick this year off that the tactic that you use, that you've given us one of the most powerful, formidable weapons that you've given us is worship. And so, God, I pray that over the coming weeks and throughout the course of this year, that when we're together or when we're by ourselves, we would become a people of praise and it would be the passionate praise that sets us apart and that positions us out front and we would lead we would lead we would lead the way with worship and we would discover that we're taking new territories and that we're destroying the territory of the enemy and claiming it for the son of God and all we've done is step out and worship and praise and declare that God is good and His mercy and His love never fails. Father, I pray over these people today that whatever they're facing, whatever they may face, that they would be positioned by what we've done this morning. As uncomfortable and as odd as it may seem to some of us, I pray that you would remind us and that out of what we've done by participating today, that you would shake off any apathy. And we would never take the privilege and the opportunity we have. The trees could have it. The rocks could have it. 
but you've given us the privilege and the opportunity to declare your goodness and to worship your holy name. And so, Father, I pray this year there would be no apathy in our praise. There would no, be no missed opportunities in our praise. We would take opportunity after opportunity to worship you in spirit and in truth. We ask you would accomplish that in our midst for your good, for your kingdom, and for your glory's sake. We ask that you would do that in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. You can be seated for just a moment. I want to challenge you before you leave today that God is positioning us as a body. There will be wars. There will be battles. Our victory is based upon whether or not we're willing to worship. I remind you what I read to you to begin with. In the faces of floods and wars and famines, they made up their mind that they were going to stand in His presence and worship. I encourage you and challenge you to do that starting today going forward. And let's march into victory. The ushers are preparing to receive your morning tithes and offerings. That's another way that we worship. We, get out, we give back to God out of what He's given to us. It's an act of worship. Father, bless our giving today. I pray that you would expand your kingdom. Use us in Jesus' name. Ushers, if you would, very quickly, if you're visiting with us for the first time, we want to say welcome this morning. This is a little bit different for us, um, but we just really sense that the Holy Spirit was saying, do something like this. And so I just challenge you to come back next week as we continue. If you're here and you want to stop back there at the back, I'll, I'll shake your hand if I can and give you a, a box of snickerdoodle cookies as a way of saying thank you for being here. If you're a second time guest with us, you can see me and I've got a f- coupon for a free pizza uh, just as a way of saying thank you for being with us today. Last but not least, just a couple of quick reminders. Um, you need to grow intentionally this year. We talked about that last week. Uh, we challenge you to do that in two ways right here at the beginning of the year. One is there's a marriage retreat coming up. I'm still trying to find dates. It looks like it's going to be at the end of April. But I encourage you to be a part of that. Every married couple needs to be a part of that. I don't care how long you've been married. Uh, You need to be there. Because we grow stagnant and we take each other for granted. And this will give you a Friday night and a Saturday to refocus on one another and refocus on what God put together. And then last but not least, I also encourage you to get ready to begin attending Financial Peace University on Thursday nights, beginning the first Thursday in April. That's April the 2nd. If you've never been through that, you need to go through that. It will change your life. It will help you find financial freedom. If you've been through that, you can go through it again for free as a, as a refresher course. But I, I encourage you to take those steps and be a part of that. Stand with me. I know you're tired, but stand with me so I can bless you this morning. And then we'll let you go. Father, I bless these folks. I thank you for willing worshipers. I ask that you bless them. I pray that everything that you lead them to do this week, they would do in obedience. And out of that, you would produce freedom and victory in their lives. Father, I speak the blessing that was on Paul and Silas that night in the jail. I pray that not only will their prison walls be broken down, but I pray that as others listen to them, as they praise in difficult situations, that their lives would be changed as well. God, I ask you to bless our folks today. Bless them as they came in. Now, I bless that you'd I ask you to bless them as they go out. 
that everything that they touch will be favored by God for your glory and for your namesake in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. Thank you for being here. We'll begin next week talking about several other tactics that God will use. Amen. It's been a privilege to have you join us for this time of ministry. To find more Passion Church resources or to make a donation online, visit www.passionchurch.tv. Remember, you can't live without passion.